ABF Creative. ABF Creative. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Miss P, and it is time for another word with Miss P. I hope you are ready for another episode because I am. On today's episode, I will tackle season six, episode number seven of The Real Housewives of Potomac. Honey, I was exhausted after watching this episode, so you know I have a bunch to discuss, and you do not want to miss this week's What You Say Happen Now topics. It's about to go down. Now, we are going to have a ball like we normally do, but this Thursday is super special because it is National Women's Equality Day. Yes, August the 26th, women in the United States have continuously worked to gain full rights and privileges, public and or private, legal and or institutional, as citizens of the United States. Women in every state and every cultural and religious group have worked to secure women's right to vote and Congress has designated this day, August the 26th, the date the 19th Amendment was certified as Women's Equality Day. And today is recognizing Women's Equality Day as a day of celebration throughout the country, emphasizing the importance of women's work for democracy. Now, let's start the show. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get on into The Real Housewives of Potomac. This one is entitled Gossip Girl. Who knew so much shit could go down in Williamsburg? So it's time for breakfast. And honey, you know, I love a good old breakfast bread with the pancakes, the eggs, grits, sausage, or bacon. It's up to you. Honey, they had coffee, tea, a plethora of juices. It looked like somebody, I mean, Candace paid some good, good money for a good shit. Yeah. The food, the drinks, the beverages for the whole celebration. I was here for it. So Karen said that she didn't sleep well because Giselle called her a troll. Honey, the back and forth that they do, I, I, honey, I would have got me my good, 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 good rest, okay? I, I wouldn't have had time for the troll comments. Giselle said, screw Karen, up the butt. I said, yikes, oh my God. See, they're back and forth. I don't think about it. I don't pay any attention to it because they've been doing it for years. And for Karen to say, oh my God, I didn't get a wink of sleep. I'm like, girl, uh, hush, okay, please. After that pep talk from Karen, Wendy, I mean, she waltzed into the estate with her one piece and I oop, okay? So the ladies are eating and out of nowhere, Giselle wants to have a business meeting upstairs with Robin away from everybody. I'm like, wait, what? I mean, now what if y'all were at the Golden Corral? Okay, because you know, Golden Corral, they got a nice little breakfast spread. I haven't been in in a long time, but just looking at that breakfast food, I said, hmm, I really thoroughly enjoy Golden Corral's uh, breakfast. IHOP is okay, but sometimes, you know, it'll make you run for the border. Cracker Barrel, the name of it alone. I don't frequent those parts. So there, oh, and you know, I love me a good old, this was back when I was in my club days and after the club, bacon, egg, and cheese from the Waffle House. But anywho, I don't know why I even mentioned the Golden Coral. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But I was just saying, Giselle and Robin, y'all have to go scurry along and y'all are having a nice breakfast? That's my point. Like, where were you going to go? What? Why? I don't understand that. I hate when people just, honey, I got to talk to you to the side. Hell no. Enjoy your food or sit your ass down. So 
Karen brings up to Candace that she didn't like the comments that Giselle made regarding Candace's marriage. Candace in this season so far is giving me what I need with her comments in regards to her life. She said, honey, um, baby girl, aka Giselle, doesn't possess all day tact, okay? She has tact sometimes of the day, but not the full day. And honey, there are people like that in life who just can't shut the fuck up. Like, it's serious. You know there's somebody in your life where if you are in a room with them, something's going on. They're going to say something. And you're like, this is the wrong place. We're at a funeral. This isn't the time. You know people like that. And I feel like Giselle is one of those people. Oh, but she has quote unquote tact with Robin taking her outside to ask her about the comment she made the night before regarding her lack of motivation. Ooh, Robin said a word that made me go, haven't we all felt like this before? Quote, unquote, I don't see what others see in me. My God, today, Robin, you are not alone, Michael Jackson. But you better get up out of that, honey. We have all been there. So I don't know why Giselle was looking so, oh, I've never felt like this in my life. Giselle, was like, you can't have your fine husband telling you that you're unattractive, sis. Is that not motivation enough for you? She would want to motivate herself enough. Fuck what Juan is saying. I feel like Robin should want to motivate herself. I don't give a damn what Juan is talking about for right now. She should have clued in on her friend. I see what Giselle is doing, but keep it on Robin, okay? Let's not talk about Juan and other things. Something is deeper than that. And of course, here goes Giselle. What are you scared of, honey? And you know how Bravo does. They take us to a blast in the past. And honey, before I give, even get into that, Honey, the way lashes have evolved, the way lace fronts have evolved, the way makeup artists have evolved, honey, from five years ago, just five years, I said, my God, look at these ladies. But anyway, of course, Robin says she is, you know, has PTSD from the past with what happened with an ex-friend of hers stealing money and, you know, her and Juan were literally just out here. You know what I'm saying? But I also had to look at Giselle and be like, huh? Macy's and TJ Maxx want to sell your hats, honey, and you ain't sent that email back? Girl, sometimes you can be scared of your own success. I had a friend ask me that one time and said, what are you scared of? Are you scared of your own greatness? And honey, I gagged. So every time I feel fearful or nervous about something or even questioning my own ability, I have to say, honey, what are you scared of? Are you, because you're not scared of people. You're scared of your own greatness, honey. So I can understand that segment so plainly. And I just wanted to, you know, give Robin a little hug and say, girl, if you don't email Macy's and TJ Maxx back, Secure this bag, honey, so you do not have to be where you were five years ago. But at the same time, I want to look at Giselle and say, honey, where has God brought you from, honey? Because uh, I don't know Giselle's whole story, but sometimes she'd be looking at people like she's never gone through. Huh. Here comes Ashley during the water aerobics. Uh, Karen goes ahead and gives Ashley an update on everything that happened the night before. Ashley gets Giselle's point of view after the water aerobics. And Ashley then takes it upon herself to say, yes, let's bring all of this up to Wendy at lunchtime. And I was like, shit, Ashley, I thought you were coming just to Kiki. No, you were coming to stir the pot. Stir in the damn pot. It's time for lunch. 
Now, I don't blame Ashley, girl. Go ahead and get it popping. I feel like I would be the same my first night out after my baby get here, okay? Like, she was like, can I have that one? And can I get a lemon drop, too? Did y'all have Modelo? Oh, shit. She was just in her zone. And I was like, let's let her have her moment. But then, this is when I was like, Ashley, girl, shh. She was like, well, let's go ahead and talk about last night. Giselle was like, you know what? Fuck that. Wendy, are we good? Wendy brought up the substance comment and how she was offended. Giselle was like, well, I mean, you felt a type of way. Why do I need to take that on? I was like, ill, Giselle, ill. You remember when Giselle's kids were like, honey, you have the emotional support of a gnat. And she was like, I do. That made me think of that. I was like, ill, Giselle. She said, if I felt, I mean, if if you felt like I offended you, my bad, not my purpose. I was like, ill again. If you felt like I offended you. Okay, let me stop because I'm not the apology police, but that ain't no damn apology. If you ever start an apology off with, if you felt like, if a person tell you I felt like this, that's just that on that. Just say, you know what? That wasn't my intention. I'm so sorry that I said X, Y, Z. Kaboom, look who stepped in the room. That's it. That's all you got to say. If you don't, it doesn't sound genuine. So when Karen and Wendy had their Iyanla lock eyes moment of thank you so much for pouring into me last night. And then here goes, Karen, you are welcome, my child. Everybody was like, what the fuck? Giselle said that's a Bobby Dearest dysfunctional shit. I was hollering because that is true. Just last year, or was it a year or two ago, Candace and Karen were having their I love you so much, yes, yes, yes moments. So that moment at the table, I was like, what the hell? Now here comes Mia saying at so-and-so's defense, and that is the truth. She always comes to somebody's defense when nobody asked her, when someone gets surgery, I want to know where it's coming from. I was like, sweetheart, we want to know where yours is coming from. True. Very, very true. When Wendy said, see, that's why people don't talk about their surgeries. That is true. But did y'all pay for the copay in any way? Does she have to explain anything to y'all? Ashley was like, it's not about the tits, sis. It's about your behavior. At this point, I'm very much like Candace. Girl, just enjoy that you got a day off from titty feeding and eat your sandwich, honey. Because you are doing too much. Stirring the pot. Stirring the pot. That's what this episode should have been called. Ooh. Why was it a you're cutting me off exchange with Robin and Wendy? I mean, they were just having their own little back and forth. And then when Giselle told Wendy, you're talking to us like you're on CNN. Honey, I almost fell out of my bed. But it is the truth. Baby girl is always giving commentator vibes. And granted, it's okay because she's a professor and she's a commentator. So, of course, it's going to bleed in how she speaks to people. Mia is still talking. And Wendy was like, you have a whole past, sweetheart, including being a stripper. And I don't bring that up or make you feel bad about that. She was like, incorrect. I was an entertainer at a five-star restaurant where they sold steak, lobster, baked potatoes, tacos, salads, etc. I was like, uh, Mia, I'm very, very confused, honey. So you was doing the Players Club thing. I don't know nowhere where the women just walk around unless it's escorting business um, some of them little places where they do orgies and stuff, or you're stripping. You was doing them things. Now, granted, if I'm wrong, please let me know. But honey, Mia confuses me every single episode with this stuff. Then this is where I was confuzzled uh, with Wendy. 
out of nowhere, she was like, Eddie wins for being supportive of my changes. That chocolate ass man. I was like, okay, girl. Then she let like a glory tear fall. Um, Everybody was like, um, okay, but thank you so much for bringing up Eddie because that's what we're going to talk about next. Ashley, Lord have mercy, still wants to take it upon herself to speak to Wendy. Before then, I said, please, can we have a moment of silence? But then here comes the whiskey tasting. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. I love me a good old whiskey. And yes, can we give it up to Candace for having these nice little um, segments and for giving a good trip? I would have loved to have been on this trip minus all the drama because the kiki, the spirits, I was here for it. <sighs> Robin out of nowhere. This is when I knew that Robin was taking a nosedive into Never Everland when she was taking it to the head with that whiskey, okay? Before Ashley leaves, she wants to talk to Wendy about the rumors regarding Eddie Winslow. Wendy said, it's a lie. This is laughable. And this speaks of your character. Mind you, they're outside talking. Then they come back in with the ladies and Wendy wants to put it all out there since everybody want to talk about her husband. Here comes the moment we are all waiting for for like three episodes ago, child, because Bravo has been building this up, honey. Here she goes to Giselle. Don't attack my husband. Why are you looking at me? Says Giselle, because it was your ass talking about it with Ashley. Did, <laughs> Here goes Giselle looking at Ashley talking about, did you tell her what I said? Ashley was like, honey, uh, yes, but I told her that we thought it was a lie, okay? Here goes Wendy. I mean, Wendy is riled up talking about, I'm putting your ass on notice. You are not to play with my husband's name. Don't fuck with my family. And I'm saying this kindly. Giselle was like, I said it wasn't true. We weren't sitting there kiki and wondering who the girl was. Giselle was like, you know what, ma'am? Fuck these cameras, bruh. Here comes Robin out of her whiskey stupor, acting like she don't know what's going on. I said, girl, y'all were just talking about this on episode number one. You and Giselle. <sighs> this is when Wendy started reading for filth. I mean, it was filthy how she was reading. She has a PhD in reading on this episode. I have to give the read award to her because she said, you don't even have a relationship to care about. She was speaking about Robin. I said, uh. and then when she was speaking to Giselle, she was like, and you don't even have a relationship that holds water. Okay. I said, ah. then she further said the life you are living now is God paying you back for all that bullshit you have done? Honey, then she starts going in on Giselle and Jamal, honey. And I was dead. I mean, dead on arrival. I needed them to come pick me up, take me to the nearest morgue, okay? Oh, I was dead. Yikes. Ashley then wanted to get her keys and her bag and was saying, okay, y'all, I got to go. See, this is when you know that Ashley was extra messy because she wanted to get her belongings and head on out because she was like, honey, I only said I was going to be here for the day. This is getting a little too much for me. It's about to get dark. I told Mike I was going to be home. Got to get my milk out the fridge. I mean, she was really preparing to go. And here goes Candace because Candace is like, can't we just all get along? Ashley, you done came and ruffled the feathers even more. And I don't appreciate it. So she was like, what was your motivation, sis? I'm trying to figure this out. Why did you bring this here? And Ashley was like, honey, all of this shit is online. I didn't bring nothing here. I just simply asked the question. Here goes Candace talking about, you need to leave it there. I would have never done that. 
okay, this is where there was a thorn with Ashley because she was like, oh, hell no. You have done this before. You were just feeding into it. You were feeding it. Of course, Candace didn't want to speak about this. She was like, take your milk and get the fuck out. I said, oh, <laughs> I was done with the Candace and Ashley back and forth. Then we're back inside with the ladies and Giselle is just speechless because everybody's talking. Wendy's still going on her tirade. They were asking Wendy, well, what if uh, Giselle would have taken you to the side? Would you have reacted differently? And she was like, yes, because she would have came to me as a woman. And I'm like, oh. Wendy... At the end of the day, I believe you are feeling a huge type of way because of all the allegations about Eddie Winslow. Definitely. You were already feeling a type of way that they talking about your new body yaddy. You're already feeling a type of way because of what Giselle was saying yesterday. Ashley poured a lot of gasoline on the brewing fire, the campfire, honey. And you are feeling a type of way. Robin, hush your mouth. You knew what was going on. Just be quiet. Giselle, I've never seen her so speechless in my life. I think her face is on the floor from the read, okay? Because all the reading was true. Mia, please be quiet. And for once, Karen was as quiet as a mouse. And I'm so glad that Candace went and saw about Ashley because Ashley wanted to tip out like they do at the church house when we could go fully before of the before the COVID Navi died. So it was a lot going on. It really was a lot. Uh, do I feel like uh, Giselle should have taken Wendy to the side? Yeah, I definitely believe so because that's what she wanted it to do. She wanted it to brew and keep going and keep going and keep going. I really feel like she should have taken her to the side and said, hey, girl, you doing all right? I mean, with everything that's going on with Eddie Winslow and stuff, you good, honey? Not uh, spilling it to Ashley of all people because you know Ashley can't hold shit. And she just happy it's not on her right now. Ooh, this episode, honey, it was a lot. It really was a lot. Did Bravo build me up? They built me up, but it wasn't like anything that I didn't know was getting ready to happen. Did I feel like Wendy did what she should have done? Well, yeah, don't fuck with my family. Don't come at me. And then she read, I mean, Giselle, her last rights. She really did. Uh, next episode looks like it's going to be a mess as well with Robin. Honey, oh my God, this season of Real Housewives of Potomac is definitely keeping all of my good attention. It is. It's keeping my attention so much that I haven't even watched like Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I'm kind of behind because it, like I said, it's the same storyline. And I'm so still waiting for P-Valley to come on. And if you guys don't mind, can you send, please send us a message and let me know what you're watching right now. This way I can get in on some good extra TV. You know what I'm saying? I'd really appreciate it. But uh, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this recap of The Real Housewives of Potomac. All right, y'all, let's go ahead and get into the what you say happen now topics of this week. We're going to start out with Shikari Richardson coming in ninth place at Nike's Prefontaine Classic, the women's 100 meter race. She pretty much said in her post interview that it ain't over, man. 
You know what I'm saying? Child, you can't win them all. I mean, people have said this, that, and the third, talking about, okay, that's what happens when you smoke weed all the time. Baby girl had a chest puffed up too much. They were talking about a lace front. They were talking about that's what happens when you come in last. Then there were people, you know, really rooting for her. And honey, I'm the Tyra Banks of them all. We were rooting for you. We really were. But at the same time, I go back to what I said, is honey, you can't win them all. I'm sorry. Whenever Serena loses or whoever that we root for all the time, we'd be like, damn, Gina. But we forget that these people are human beings. Now, granted, for her to come in the last, 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 last place, I was like, well, damn. But at the same time, sometimes there are people who are just ready, honey. They were prepared, ready to go. Sometimes you come to the stage and you're thinking you're the greatest where there's somebody else that is actually putting in a lot more work than you. You never know who is putting in that work and who is about to get that spot. So shout out to all the ladies who came in first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and even ninth place. Honey, you're there, okay? You showed up and you showed out. But either way, when it comes to Shikari, we just going to keep her lifted up in prayer, honey. And she also had another interview after that big interview where she was like, I'm still the shit. Don't count me out. Womp, womp, womp. And everybody was like, whoa, sister girl, you need to calm down because you came in ninth, okay? But then she backed it up at another interview. And you never see these interviews. You always see the ones that are huge. And she was, you know, they they were saying she was using profanity and just being too showboaty. But they never talk about the interview where she was basically big upping all the women and saying, hey, I think it's awesome that we're all here. Shout out to the ladies. I'm going to still do my thing. And yes, I'm going to still have the utmost confidence in myself. And I think that's what really rubs people the wrong way about Shikari is that she has that confidence in herself, even though she's been through so much. And with everything that she's gone through and been through in the last month, she even held herself accountable for saying, yeah, I failed the drug screening. It is what it is. I'm going to be back. Okay, and people can't stand that either. You know what I'm saying? So please take accountability in your life. Please have that self-confidence in yourself and be okay with who you are. And even if you lose, how to dust yourself off and try again. Come on, Aaliyah. Hey, that's something that I do find admirable about her is even if she lost, she's like, well, shit, I'm still here. I'm going to be back. Okay, I'm young, honey. I can run for a good another eight, nine, 10, 11 years if I want to. I'm gonna be back. Y'all ain't gonna see. This ain't the end of me. And I love that with her. I really do. Um, And at the same time, girl, I mean, get them legs in motion, okay? And uh, we we still rooting for you, girl, but I'm gonna need you to, you know, uh, run a little bit more. Get, get it popping. But you can't win them all. That's something else I want to say is you can't win them all. But if you're going to talk all that gas, all that smoke, I need you to start smoking. Not literally right now, but smoking on that track. Okay, that's what I need you to do. Next up, uh, Beyonce's Rodeo Ivy Park collection. I hit on this maybe an episode or two ago and the collection is out everywhere, okay? And I looked at it and I said, child, my pregnant ass can't get nothing but a sweatshirt or a big t-shirt or some socks or shit from this line. I wanted those assless chaps though. But I'm looking at y'all and say like, girl, I'm gonna have to pass on this one because I need, I'm... 
it's just not it for me. And speaking of Beyonce, did y'all see her and Jay-Z being the new faces of Tiffany and company with their About Love collection featuring an unseen Basquiat painting just singing in the background? See, this is why I fucks with Beyonce now. She got a Rodeo Ivy Park collection that's gonna sell out, okay? And then she done messed around with Tiffany and company with her husband. Doing some behind-the-scenes deals. You never know what Yonsei now about to do. They just pop up like, here I am. Yonsei is being the first Black woman to wear all these diamonds, okay? And the fourth woman. I'm also going to have, you know, this Basquiat in the background. And we're just going to be on the estate as well. And then we're going to make sure that Tiffany donates close to $2 million to the HBCUs. Bloop! I said, now that's a deal, okay? First of all, you're going to have the whole shoot at the estate, at the Basquiat estate, okay? Then, as well, you're going to be the first black woman to have all these diamonds on, you know what I'm saying? And then after that, you're going to make sure that Tiffany is donating $2 million to the HBCU. Child, I'm just over it. And then you also going to get your money off of this Rodeo Ivy Park collection. I'm done. I can't take it. That's what I mean by moving in silence. Now, there are some people who, you know, they going to talk. You know what I'm saying? Like I said earlier, they're going to make sure you know what they're doing at all times. Then you're going to have people that are just going to be singing in the background. But then when they pop up, you're like, oh, I didn't know she was going to do all that. Speaking of, I didn't know you was going to do all that. This new crate challenge. Moment of silence for everybody who has broken any limb doing this crate challenge. But this is what I want to say to you all. Stop it. At first, it was funny. At first, I was like, oh, shit, that's so crazy. Now, it's getting redundant, and it looks like it hurts, and it's too much. Like, it gets taller and taller and taller. If you're of the heavier stature, I don't get on any type of crate. Where are you getting the crates from? And then they have these places that are actually selling crates for 99 damn cents. Why? Why are we doing this? Why are you subjecting yourself to all of these challenges that are dumb as hell? I'm very confused. And the first GoFund me. I see for some damn crates. I wish y'all would donate to these damn GoFundMes talking about the crate challenge. I, my leg broke and I need to get a surgery. Well, y'all, child, before y'all do these challenges, just think, do you have health insurance for one? And do you have life insurance just in case the health runs out and it is your time to go? Okay, it's my time for us. It's just my time. If it's your time, you need to make sure you have good old health and life insurance. If not, I need you to get you some and quit the madness. I've never understood all these people that do these challenges and then they got the GoFundMes and all this shit because they didn't have no life and or health insurance. And now here's the biggest aha. You don't even have to pay for health insurance if you ain't got it. That's the biggest aha. Now, life insurance is a bit different, but if you got any of these jobs and you're on there full damn time, you can get you some life insurance. Just saying, even if you're an entrepreneur, honey, you're going to spend that amount that you're going to pay for your life insurance, depending on the amount of the life insurance. You're going to take that to Chick-fil-A, Zaxby's, Taco Bell, anywhere. You just are. Just saying, so it ain't no excuse. And I'm sorry that I'm getting on this health and life insurance track, but it's very, very important. It just is. <sighs> so sorry, I went off into a tangent, but you know how I do. Last but not least, you know we got to get into some COVID talk. 
the FDA has now approved the Pfizer vaccine. Now, it's very true that there are so many items that we use on a daily basis that aren't even FDA approved. And I've seen so many memes of people breaking down what's not FDA approved and just saying, now what is your problem with the vaccine now? (sighs) Now, granted, I don't like getting into this back and forth. If you want to get the vaccine, get it. If you don't, that's your business. But Do you know how much mess we ingest on a daily basis that can kill us? Yet we still eating it, we still drinking it, and we don't give not a damn because we've been doing it so long and we fine. And it's the same thing with the vaccine. Do you know how many various vaccines that we get every year, such as the flu vaccine? If you're pregnant, there's various ones you have to get when you have a baby. It's up to you, though. They're elective. But now... They're trying to mandate, a lot of jobs are mandating that you have to have the vaccine, um, school systems. It's, it's, it's getting real out here. It really is. So a lot of people are actually saying, well, wait, isn't it my choice? And I do definitely agree. Hey, you can do whatever you want to do and live in color. But honey, this back and forth regarding the vaccine is for the birds. As long as you ain't fucking with Johnson & Johnson. I think you can do whatever you would like. If you want to get the Pfizer, the Moderna, I believe you have to stay strapped out here. You just have to pick whichever one you want to. Please stay masked up and quit breathing on people all willy nilly. And for the people out there who are taking these um, horse pills, Yes, literally pills that are for horses for um, to stop getting the worms and stuff like that. I need y'all to quit doing that stupid shit. Stop doing the crates and stop taking these pills, deworming pills that are for horses and dogs and shit. Quit doing this. We are not animals, okay? I don't know why we are subjecting ourselves to such shit. I don't understand it. I am never surprised now when I'm looking on various media outlets and seeing what's going on. It was on the news yesterday. People are literally taking deworming pills for animals. To help with COVID. Like, this ain't it. I'm confused. I'm very, very confused. What is, what is the world coming to, child? I'm, oh my God. I'm not shocked, but I'm shocked all the time. It is crazy. And one final note. Let's wrap back around to Women's Equality Day with another fun fact. Can you believe this day was passed in 1973? Yes, I said 73. The first Women's Rights Convention was in 1848. Yes, I said 1848. Ain't that some shit? And we are not done. We must continue to make efforts towards full equality, not only here in the United States, but all over the world. Please, ladies, let's stay informed, make your voices heard, and be excited to be a woman in the world. For my fellas out here, please do the same. Now, you know I will continue to make my voice heard as a Black woman in the world trying to make a difference with peace, love, and all that good stuff. you so much for listening but before you go make sure to follow and subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and if you're listening on apple Podcasts, be sure to rate us and leave us a review every single comment matters you can also find me on twitter and instagram at miss tp90 see y'all next week